Hello and welcome to the 69th episode nice. of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast and now proudly part of the Pixels Podcast Network, the show where you can get your weekly dose of PlayStation news, lukewarm takes and mental breaks hosted by myself, Govinda Whitehurst, and the snitch to my real insider, Mr. Kale Adam. If you like what you hear, you can and should review us on any podcast service that you listen to this on and allows it, or you can follow us on Twitter at Pod. There's a YouTube if you want to watch while you're listening. Kale plays some dumb game on there at the same time. <laughs> With all that out of the way, Kale, how you going? I'm pretty good, Govinda. Life is good. Things have been good. What are your thoughts on 69ing? Uh, it's not a very useful uh, maneuver. It's yeah, a lot it of seems work. like a lose-lose, really. Mm, mm, I know in theory that- it sounds like a win-win, but... No one can focus on anything. You know what I mean? The word that comes to mind is practical. It's not very practical. And then you talk about like height discrepancies and like it just makes everything more difficult. Not for me. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, look, it's been a good week. Uh, I'm rested. I went to the GC. You, of course, know what that is. That's a very upper class area of. N- Northern New South Wales, Southern Queensland. A holiday destination, if you will, where every year swarms of Australian schoolchildren, schoolies, if you will, flow there and drink excessively. And I took myself there. Well, I went there with my wife to see family. Do you remember that time that I actually went to the Gold Coast during schoolies, but like didn't mean to? Do I remember? Was I there? No, I just we we have had a podcast for long enough that that's happened while we've had this podcast. And what were you doing there it. again? What were you doing there? Uh, we were having a little getaway celebration for my girlfriend at the time's brother's birthday, and they mm. her, and the brother's girlfriend booked it, and unbeknownst to her, it was just schoolies week, and so when we got to our hotel, it was just absolutely disgusting. Hated it, dude. I, I couldn't it's, imagine. It's a special place. I actually had a good time, though. Um, went to some lovely restaurants and uh, didn't go out to nightclubs. So it was kind of fun. Yeah, good, good way to not get punched in the back of the head. <laughs> uh, but that's it. Uh, that was sort of the big ticket event. Uh, I will say, though, uh, flogged in traffic there and back. Like what is normally a two and a half hour drive was four plus, at least on the way there. Yuck. Uh, Yucko. Absolutely yucko. Did you do anything over the weekend? No, I didn't. (laughs) I almost hesitate to ask. (laughs) It's always so combative. Uh, No, not really. I went to the gym again for the first time since like going to Tasmania. That was a rude awakening to my body. Your little Uh, spaghetti limbs shaking afterwards? (laughs) Mate, I'll beat the shit out of you. Don't even worry. No, just sore. Just I woke up the next day and I could barely move my whole body. It was a good time. My Apple Watch told me the other day that my uh, cardio fitness was now below average. And I was like, mm, oh, damn. That hurts. So I did, I did like the normal thing I do at the gym. And then I went on to like one of the ellipticals for like 
a bit. I was like, I'll just do 10 minutes. It'll be something. I got to like seven minutes and I got off the thing and I was like, I'm going to go throw up. Like, I'm going to die. It was real <laughs> bad. And I wasn't much. even going that hard. I was like, this is a bad sign for me. So while um, I like the money of my new job, I, the, uh, in, the sitting still for most of my waking life, not so much. Not so yeah, much. Yeah, right. So. Actually, it's funny. I must have noticed that the other day because I got the update saying you just finished a workout and because I never leave the house, I don't wear my Apple Watch. So I'm not even like guilted about my inactivity as much as I used to be. Mm, I'll um, still guilt you because it just looks to me like you literally do nothing. Like I see you in the little friends <laughs> thing. It's like zero. I'm like, dude, stand up for the a second, I swear. Look, my body was designed for this. It can go incredible lengths in terms of doing nothing. I make it an art form. I was designed for this. You might not like it, but this is what excellence looks like. I guess your your body just... No, actually, I'm not going to do it. Never mind. You'll, you'll, <laughs> just, just know I didn't do it. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. What about video games? Any of those? I just made an effort to play something because at this point, I just don't even play my PlayStation and... I feel like that's odd for a PlayStation podcast host. <laughs> so as Sean is the long live play tastemaker, he's been telling me for a very long time to play Slime Rancher, which is a game included in the PlayStation Plus Deluxe Premium. Something. What, I don't know. Whichever one of the, the lower tier one. Not the lowest though, but that's regular PlayStation Plus, but the middle tier, I guess. But it's all very confusing. And if you have the subscription, you might have it. Who knows? Uh, but Slime Rancher, it's just like a... First-person shooter, kind of, but you're not oh. shooting anything but slime. And instead of shooting, you're sucking. And you suck up slimes into your little vacuum. And then you put them into a little corrals and you harvest them for what... They're called plorts, but I what I think it is is slime poop. Okay. All right. And they, they poop out, like, things that you can then sell. And an interesting thing is that when you're selling these plorts based on... I don't know exactly what it's based on. I assume it's based on how many you've been depositing or... Maybe there's just a market, but they their value fluctuates. Okay, I'm looking at pictures of it because this is a game I've always heard of, but couldn't nothing came to mind when you said it. Uh, the reviews are pretty wild, but yeah, it's just like there's a little island you're on. You just have different areas that you need to have, spend certain money to unlock. Uh, the kind of mistake that I made is I was playing for ages and like I unlocked a couple of areas that are like 1700 each to unlock. Then there was like a jetty that was 5,000 to unlock. And then there's a laboratory, which is 10,000 to unlock. And I unlocked it last. And little did I know that by unlocking that, you then unlock a bunch of upgrades that you just didn't have access to before. And I was like, man, I've been, sp I spent eight hours on this without knowing that this laboratory existed and was a thing. So <laughs> my recommendation is if you play it, skip the wharves skip the jetty and go straight for the laboratory. It's uh, okay. way more important and valuable. But it's actually like really fun. It's just, it's one of those games where it's like, it's just, just like one more thing. I just got to do one, one more day. And I'm like, always have this money and you can upgrade your little vacuum pack to carry more and you can get a jet pack and you can make the jet pack get you further and do things. And it's just a really chill mindless game i guess you know those ones where you just shut your brain off a little bit and you just go i, I appreciate it i feel like any game kind of like stardew where it's got like a day night cycle and you that's gonna get me it's like it's cult of the yeah. lamb all over again you know it's that continuity yeah i literally just sat down and played it all day for one day for like <laughs> eight hours straight and then eventually i was like i gotta stop yeah. and I, I i think i like it but i i don't know it's there's it is what it is it's not the best thing I've ever played, but it definitely held my attention for 
a very long time and that's usually a good sign of things to you know i feel like i that I, I get so bogged down in like collecting my fruit and, and vegetables or whatever to feed all my all my slimes because they all have different like attributes like some can, can only survive in darkness some need like they're like meat some like fruit some like vegetables and you've got to kind of give them what they want to get the most out of them the most poop uh, and I found that there was a point where I had my, my farm streamlined. It was like my ranch was ki- killing it, but I still had to go around and collect everything and feed everything. And like it takes so much time that I forgot that I, there's an island to like explore and there are things to unlock and like chests. And I just didn't spend any time doing that because I was so focused on this like production line that I had going on. Um, but yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. it. It looks old is probably like one thing that I don't love. And the aiming is just weird and erratic. I can't like... It's, it's so sensitive and I can't seem to like fine tune it to feel good. Uh, but that's it's a pretty fun game. Pretty fun game. It looks game. good. I might need to try it. Uh, give it a go. Is- give it a go. I, you got to give yourself a, like a decent amount of time because I started it like a while ago and played it for like 20 minutes and it's just not long enough. Apparently the second one came out a week ago on PC. Uh, it's meant to be coming out on PS5 by the end of the year. So Okay. Uh, that's going to be the reason that Sean buys a PlayStation. That's uh, look because they got to get you the trick is now. that his the trick is that his fiance was hooked on it too, and so that was the because she was hooked on it and it was like well it's only on PS5 for the number two and she was like well we have to get one and he was like oh damn <laughs> that sucks I guess we'll have to buy one. Oh, uh, so, it's such a shame. Yeah, it's, it's a good game. It definitely shows its age a little bit. I think the hopefully the art style and stuff is a little bit cleaner and nicer in the. I guess a little more polished in the new one, but I think it is pretty old. I don't even know when it came out, but it's it's a relatively old. Good fun though. Yeah, um, I sort of had a similar experience with a little game called uh, Warhammer Chaos Bane, Govinda. Uh, and yeah, yeah, it really is. <laughs> it's bleeding into other aspects of my life. I've started reading. I sent you an audio book, a Warhammer fantasy audio book, because I'm just regressing. As I'm about to have a child, I'm becoming. A thirteen-year-old version of myself again. You're such a nerd, dude. <laughs> but it's fine. Oh, the, the dwarves. Yeah. <laughs> They're the uh, the uh. Dawi dude. They're the Dawi in their own language. Oh. It's Dawi. So just just Yuck. try and keep that. Uh. Just keep that in mind. God, this, that's gross. If you know that. <laughs> this game, I got it too uh, through PlayStation. I believe it was premium. I think it was a premium, but... but Premium's the mid-tier, deluxe is top-tier, right? That's right. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. It's weird for us in Australia because it's slightly different naming convention. Uh, This is like Diablo, but wearing a Warhammer skin, and it's... Oh, that's not what I thought this was. No, no, no. It's not the Vermintide games, which I think you might be thinking of, where it's sort of like Left 4 Dead, but with Skaven. Is no, that that's not what I'm thinking of either. I was thinking of like a third-person shooter. Maybe I'm thinking of 40k. <clears throat> Maybe. Yeah, or I mean, Space there's a shitload of these games. Yeah, uh, Space Marine was like that um, third-person action game. That's what but... I was thinking of. That's what I thought this no, was. You, you might actually like this. It's like Diablo. Well, it's co-op. Diablo. Yeah, it's co-op. Oh, well, we can it's free. Well, check not it out. free, but it's part of a subscription. I could be down. I mean, it's like, I don't know that I love this style of game. You might actually like it more than me. But it's like, I'm into the setting at the minute. So I was like, why do you hate Diablo, bro? Why do you hate it? 
I don't know. At least this, you you use the weapons, which I appreciate. <laughs> it looks better than Diablo 3, which is a positive. I don't believe you, but okay. Let's take a moment. I want you to look at it now. Yeah, so it looks like a straight-up Diablo ripoff, but I don't hate it, and I like Diablo 3 to an extent, and so it could, I could be down for that. I didn't. I really had no idea that's what this game was. I... Yeah, no, I was pretty surprised too, and um, the version that you get is like the Slayer edition. It's like all the DLC, so there's six <laughs> characters to choose from. I took the, uh, the Dwarven Slayer, of course, Govinda, inspired by our dwarf campaign. Uh, oh, true. It just sort nice, of dude. felt right. That it max right. leadership. You'll, you will you fight to the death. I respect yeah. it. Dual axes. Just, oh, just hacking nice, things dude. down. It's, That's um, sick, dude. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Love how what a complete... It's very rare, but sometimes you do a complete 180 on a video game in the space of like a minute. You're ready to hate on this thing. You're ready no, to I wasn't. I just didn't it. know what it was. I'm just shocked at what it was. I didn't oh, wasn't ready to hate it. I do. I am on YouTube and I see a skill up did a review in 2019 that says, Chaos Bane, this feels like a mobile game. Mm. Look, and I could be totally off base because, again, I'm not an expert on these games and I haven't played this a whole lot, but it was fine for what I did. Now, look, it's one of those things also where I think like we spoke about like last week or the week before, like games get reviewed when they release. And if this has got all yes. the DLC and all the patches and all the stuff, like maybe it's just way better than when it released, you know? We're talking three full years later at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Look, so there's, there's it's, it maybe is very polished and shit now. So look at me. Oh, yeah, if it's, I'll give it a go. It's free. Yeah. No, I think, I think we do that. Um, and outside of that, you and I jumped into the Modern Warfare 2 beta. We're going to talk about this a little more later, but what beta do you think later? about that? You cod hater? Uh, yeah, honestly, I, I was a bit of a hater because last time it got brought up, I was like, nah, not doing it, don't care. <laughs> uh, and then I actually did it and I played it and it's pretty good. <laughs> well, and, the, and we should say it was fucking Balzac uh, connections. Like it was rough. Technically no, that was just the rough. last one. I actually, can be honest, I, I no, played... No. I played, I played a lot more. and I didn't have any problems except for that one game that we were in that was really bad. Other than that, it was yeah, pretty right. good for me. I'd played it like earlier in the week, like when the first part of the beta was happening or whatever, and it seemed worse when I played with you and Callum. That one game, it was the ground war we played was bad, and I knew it was bad because it was taking a long time. And you see it say searching for a game less than two hundred ping, and you're like, oh yeah. Jesus! You get a game at like one hundred and eighty ping, and it's gonna feel bad. But, dude, it was actually, like, surprisingly good. I was yeah. expecting something really different, and then all of a sudden, it was the opposite. Like, I, I was going to feel it was going to be, like, frantic movement and just, I don't know, laser beam guns and sweats all around. But you feel real heavy. The guns had definitely were not just a laser beam every single time. were a bit more erratic, and it felt good. It felt solid. I That's was a fan. That's the thing I kind of forget, because as much as I like... And I think Apex is the next best thing, but it's... There is a feel to these games. And I guess I haven't played them in a couple of years, but, like, you feel the quality. Like, I, like the first game, I'm, like, clearing a room, running up, like, a flight of stairs, and, like, just how quickly and well the gun moves. Like, as you're sort of, like, clearing rooms, yeah, like, yeah. covering doorways. Just, like, the slight... Like, I, I like... Especially I've noticed in this, I don't think it really does it in other CODs that I've played, but even just, like... As you're kind of strafing and turning, it does a slight lean, like very mm. slight lean, but it just kind of gives you a little bit of, like gives you more of a feeling that you are like looking around a corner a little bit cautiously and it just felt really good. I 
I think it's really funny that Battlefield 2042 absolutely shit the bed and then Call of Duty was like, should we just, do we just do make that? a Battlefield mode? Do we and just make a Battlefield of, mode? And yeah. it's, they did Ground War and it's pretty much just a Battlefield game with Call of Duty guns and stuff. And it felt, I was like, okay, well, this makes up for Battlefield, I guess. And uh, it's interesting because it's rare that a beta makes me want a game yeah. that I didn't want before. I'll, I think I'll take a well on this if you're up for that. Uh, I'd be down. I I do this every. I, I do this occasionally. Like when Warzone first came out, I bought the game that was with it. What was it? Modern Warfare or whatever it was. Mm. And I regretted that because I never played the regular multiplayer, like the arena multiplayer. But the ground war makes it way more appealing to me. So yeah, I could be down. I actually. And did you try the other? Um... I think it was called Invasion, the other game. Mode. I didn't get a chance to, but that's the one that's got like AI in there as well. Yeah, I actually didn't mind that because it's 40 on 40, I believe. And yeah, I think there's like maybe half that 40 is AI, but it just kind of mm. like, I think there's no vehicles and it just felt like a pretty sick and like they're different on the map, the AI troops. Yeah, because they're almost... in Warzone 2 from what I've seen from Warzone 2.0, but I, I don't know if I love that. I don't like shooting AI, like the... Uh, they it's, just seem uh, often they seem too dumb and they're just standing in a room looking at a wall and I'm like why are you even here if you're not going to engage you know it felt like and again I only played a little bit of it could be just whatever but it kind of felt like a MOBA like it was like waves of AI oh, enemies okay, okay. and they were sort of like being supported by humans so, so it it's like, like P- PVE PVP I guess so you're kinda are, are the AI on your team and on their team like yeah. Both teams have AI. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I could see that. Was were people yelling out like mid, mid, mid all the time because you had to go through the middle and No, but you did remind me. I, I actually experienced a racism. A live full on racism. It, it just like it was two thousand and five all over Directed again. to you? No, no. Just Yeah, yeah. Oh just dude. a random kid, very young, screaming, just screaming obscenities. And no it's filter. Disgusting, dude. The <laughs> so obviously on the PlayStation Five, the Dual Sense has like a speaker in it and a microphone. And I was playing without headphones when I first started playing, it and I forgot that that meant that that was just on. Yeah. And I was like, shit. So I, I muted myself eventually. And like at the end of the game, uh, there was one dude just pretty much repeatedly saying, "Come get it, n words." <laughs> I, I should like, laugh. But this is and what I was like. He sounded hella white. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I definitely was playing with again what sounded like two very white Australians and then a young bogan Australian kid dropping the n word over and over, and it's just so ludicrous. You're like, who is this kid? <laughs> like, it's, what's happening? Here? It honestly is like the biggest downside of playing Call of Duty games. Is like yeah. the the audience for it are just disgusting humans. It, well, I will say again, like, just going off this one experience, it was, like, delightfully toxic. I'd forgotten, <laughs> like, how bad this stuff is. Like, it's... What is out there? It's funny, <laughs> it's too. Maybe, maybe it's just my old age, but uh, COD used to give me the rage. Like, COD rage was real. I remember. I so mad. You would, uh, you would have a ruined day after a bad Well, COD. okay, I think you're exaggerating yeah. a little bit, but I've definitely... I've definitely I've never been closer to throwing a controller than playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare on PS3. Never been closer. Uh, still never thrown a controller, so I feel good about that. That seems but like a low was... bar. <laughs> <laughs> what? I haven't either. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you're Do people weird throw... and placid. 
do people throw controllers? Like, I, Callum broke a controller against the wall, but that's because that's yeah. who he is as a human being. Yeah, that's what I mean. I've never done that. <laughs> but I don't think that should be, like, it should be, like, what, one out of a thousand, not, like, one out of three being the kind nah, of person. I, I feel like uh, gaming is similar to, like, driving a car where the rage really comes out because you have this shield of, like, in the car you've got the windshield and then, mm. and like, the car itself is your little dome and prism and then gaming it's just like it's a screen no you don't, no one's there you can just do whatever you want you, the real rage comes out then you know uh, but look i it was very fun and i i like it a lot i know i was talking to some friends and one of them really didn't like the movement because they liked the war zone thing but i hate that slide canceling hopping jumping shit it really just pisses me off so i'm glad that uh the they you feel heavier and like slower honestly so yeah I'll, I'll be i'll be interested to check it out and because it's like just this weird year and Call of Duty. It's nearly uh, October, which is when this comes out, right? And I can almost guarantee the campaign's going to be pretty sick. You reckon? Yeah, the Modern Warfare 2 campaign was sick, and this is going to be Modern Warfare 2 campaign again. I I'm wonder so if they're going to let you. So is this a remake? This is. I think it's just what they did with Modern Warfare. Like they're just going to make Modern Warfare again, and hmm. then they're going to make Modern Warfare 2 again. I wonder if you're going to murder an entire airport full of civilians as a someone undercover in like a terrorist cell. <laughs> Speak no Russian, was it? No Russian? I think it was just called no Russian. But that would be an know, interesting... It was, it was a brutal uh, one at the time when it first came out and it, it would be probably worse now. Weird now, yeah. There was yeah. definitely... Um, it was weird then. It was a big deal. They were like, oh, this seems weird and wrong, but okay. But now I feel like it just couldn't fly. We'll find out. Um, I'll I'll take a whirl on this one. We can discover this together. Who's buying? We'll go halfsy halfsies. But someone has to have it. You know what I mean? That's why I feel like we're almost in a better spot where you it's can just have like, it. well, I don't really. I guess okay. You can when have is it? it. Okay, never mind. We'll deal with this later. All right, Govinda. Time for some news that you may or may not care about. We have to follow up on the Real Insider situation from last week. This is, of course, the YouTuber who uh, was uncovered. He was uh, outed. Slipped up. He slipped up. He slipped up. That's what caused it. He slipped up bad. He forgot to sign out of his, uh, I guess, his alter ego, like his real person Twitter well, account. Well, no, no. He, he, he was on his regular, his real Twitter account and commented, replied to a comment on his Real Insider account mistake yeah it was it was pretty classic we talked about this a lot last week but this guy's having a bad time uh ubisoft has issued a statement it's a whole thing you can check it out again this guy's having a bad time i feel weird even saying his name but he's australian uh which was an interesting twist i didn't know that say his name kale well, his, his his account is dan allen gaming bingo that's him <laughs> fucking get him no. i mean i guess at this point it's not speculation it's Seems. Yeah, he, I mean, he's well, he's apologized. He posted yeah, an since apology. the apology video. You can't really deny at this point. How much trouble do you reckon this guy's in? Uh, trouble. Maybe not as much trouble as you might think, but like he's not gonna get games and invites to things anymore. Like he's tainted his own name in the gaming industry, which is like bad for him if that's his job. Let's put it that way. Yeah, definitely. And he's like not nothing. He's. Independent YouTuber with 200,000 subscribers. Like, as I understand it, you're making an income at that point. You're like, that's, a your, lo- that's your job. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. Um, 
But and yeah, I can't imagine anyone's inviting him to an event for a game again or giving him an NDA to sign because what's that mean at this point? I, I'll be interested to see if Ubisoft actually like sues him. I'm just so fascinated by this whole situation. Like, yeah, you get one shot in this industry. Like, you do something like this, you're you're out. Every door in the universe closes to you. It's like uh, the IGN guy with the review plagiarism. I was talking to Aaron about this the other day. Like, how does that even happen? How do you get to the biggest website on the planet and you you have to steal like other people's work like all you have to do is play a video game and then state your opinion on it <laughs> like it's actually harder to plagiarize that i feel especially but, like, like how do you I, it's the same as the the guy the, the person working on call of duty and they stole that skin from someone and they put it in as their own work i'm like how do you think you're not going to get caught doing well that? even even that like that i'm willing to believe like maybe there's some like muddy inspiration like i don't know some again i'm not excusing anything but this is like literally you have to spend years getting good at reviewing games to be able to get to that point and then you you're there and then you can't do it like it's very weird <laughs> it's i wonder what the motivation was to start the real insider twitter account like he he said it was for clout whatever that means to you and i don't but like know what, it, what clout like you can't exactly. tell anyone about the clout that you're getting it sounds like, weird, but, like, the, the clout would just to be a successful YouTuber. I don't think anyone cares about these insiders. Like, that's not... I don't but give the, a shit. But the insider was always... The real insider was always separate to his YouTube account. Like, it didn't... There was no cross-pollination there. So, I don't understand the clout call because you're not... You're not getting clout. The real insider no. is getting clout. And it's not linked to you at all until you blow it like you do and reply on the wrong account. So It's a very... Anyway. Yeah, it's a very confusing situation, but uh, we wish him all the best. Uh, I suppose at least lawyers are getting involved. Um, yeah, just go like hide under a rock for like a few months and then just come back and as if nothing happens, that'll be the ticket. I do, like, what is the legality of that? Like, they're a French company, he's presumably here in Australia, like, you can't be arrested, can you? Like, you can be sued internationally, but... Well, I don't think... I don't think you'd ever, anyone would get arrested for breaking an NDA. Well, that's it's true. getting sued, <laughs> that's for true. sure. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's so interesting. It's just something I don't know anything about. Like, I'd be imagine. I'm, can you imagine getting arrested for breaking an NDA? They're like, um, you told the world about Assassin's Creed uh, uh, three days before someone else was going to, so you're in prison now. I told you my story where I got like bamboozled by like a like a an unscrupulous caller. You know, they told me I was going to prison. And I believed them. I told you that story. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I yeah. Was, was like, living in, you were living in Melbourne and they yeah. said they were from the TAC ATO? Yeah. And yeah. I was, it was just like this whole thing, like a 15-minute conversation. And it's I've such a good one scared. too. Because the classic is just terrified. like, this is the Australian Taxation Office. We've put a warrant out for your arrest. And you're like, no, you haven't. <laughs> this was before that because I got a couple of those too. This was like a personalised a man that convinced me that I was in trouble. And it was just the most it, terrifying thing it wasn't personalized it was generic you just fell for it like a muppet dude like jim henson's muppets puppets muppets moving along but onto something quite similar um it looks like they caught the perpetrator of the gta rockstar hack um allegedly 
allegedly, the City of London Police has confirmed that it's arrested a 17-year-old on suspicion of hacking. This one is almost more interesting to me because I'm like, how did they find this guy so quickly? The hacker got hacked, dude. Is that what happened? I don't know, surely. The hack hacker got hacked by the police. Well, this is the guy, he was... I think the big deal was that he hacked Uber, and that got, like, US, you know, Well, that got the FBI involved. on board. Well, yeah. it was the FBI, wasn't it? It was, like... FBI and the US Justice Department. Yeah. So, lucky he's only 17, and fingers crossed that he doesn't get tried as an adult, because that's going to be a real bad if he is. Isn't it interesting, then, that this is a serious crime? Like... Compared to the last story, it's like, yeah, that was just breaking an NDA. You wouldn't go to prison. But here it's like you broke in and took it. And if you're an adult, you I would imagine you're going to prison. Yeah, if there's like, like a, it's a file, like that's like it's it's theft of IP and and company assets, especially like GTA six, I guess well, I saw something saying that the budget for it might be two billion dollars. So Huh. If you value your IP at that amount of money, if not more, because it'll probably make more than that over its lifetime, like it is a huge, huge deal to steal it. <laughs> and again, like I'm not the uh, target market here, but I've already forgotten about what I saw. Like, you know, it was just like a blip. Everyone moved on, but like for them, it's like, no, this is the fucking. Well, they want to make world. like a. You got you got to make a statement, right? You know, like you can't get away with it, so they punish you and you cop it. It's, uh, I wouldn't want to be that kid. That would be so rough. It would be. It's just like the news cycle is so relentless that this already feels like old news. I'm like, oh yeah, they caught him. That was ages ago. It was literally last week. Just literally, just over a week. Is <laughs> what we're talking about here. Guess he's not that good at hacking. Ah, <laughs> uh, but what is not just another week? Govinda is E3. And of course, I'm talking about the traditional E3, which Reed Pop, the company responsible, now responsible for such events, is trying to bring it back. And I feel like we've heard this before, but this seems, it seems like we need to talk about it. It doesn't. We've talked about this, spoken about this before. Like, unless you're getting Microsoft, PlayStation and all the big publishers to do events there, then it's going to not be the same. I just wonder, there is like an inbuilt like it's so easy it's so much easier to cover this stuff i mean i've never been to one of these events i've started my career doing this online during the era of covid and it's so nice like you just sit and watch the whole show <laughs> you do your job and then you just like go back to, i mean because i was here i go do. back to bed that's not what you do you sit you watch one thing and you've got to cover that first thing and then you're writing about that for 30 minutes and then you miss most of the show that's, That's true. Life is. That actually is a realer <laughs> representation of. But it's exciting, and it's it feels like um, fair because all the other sites are competing at the same time to like get their articles written. Whereas like at shows like E3, and again, I've never been to them except for fucking PAX Australia, which is it's fine. <laughs> it's just fine. Uh, yeah, it's not like, you know, you get to see behind closed doors. Like, you get extra clout depending on where you work. Like, it actually just kind of feels more egalitarian. Yeah, cool. Just for all the people listening and, like, if they don't know what it is. You know, obviously, I know what egalitarian is. But just for the people listening, can you define that for me? Fair for all. Ah, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Nice. I knew that, obviously. So, it's good to know. Obviously. That's, yeah, obviously. That's for all the, uh, all the listeners out there. You're welcome. 
I look. I can. I, I just. I don't really care about E three anymore. It's, yeah, it's no, gone, and you're, dude. you're definitely right. Like, if PlayStation isn't there, and they stopped going before COVID, yep. Like, there's yep. not a they lot. Have for no me reason there. to be there. They found a way yeah. that they do it that seems to work better and get more views. Like, what was what was one of the state of plays they did recently had like more views than the Starfield announcement at Gamescom or whatever, wherever it was shown. Like, uh, it's. That's the other thing. You think about all the money these companies save not having to send a team there and put on a show and, like... Yeah, put up a booth yeah, and, like, have the actual fittings for the fit-outs for the booths and all the PlayStations you need for it. Like, it'd be so expensive. Again, so. like, the more I think about it, I'm like, I'd actually probably care if I'd grown up in America where this all happens or, like, in London so you could go to Gamescom. Like, just because we live in Australia, I've always consumed E3 this way. Like, we just watch trailers the next day or something. <laughs> like, it's... Yeah, no, but I used to love E3. Like, I thought it was, it was a sick... I remember being like, fuck yeah, it's E3 time. Because you'd have three big, like, shows. Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony. Then Bethesda would do theirs as well. EA and Ubisoft to a lesser extent because their games are pretty bad most of the time. And it was awesome. And But then as soon... Pretty much the year the PlayStation's like, we're not doing it anymore. And Nintendo's like, yeah, we're going to do like a direct the day before. Yeah. Ever since the stage presence was gone, I was like, I just, it, I don't care anymore. I honestly, I get that they need this to be successful because they probably get a lot of their money from this, like Repop I'm talking about. Mm. But I just don't know if it's going to be. I think they need to look for other revenue streams and just let E3 die. Yeah, we'll just have to see how it all goes. Oh, quick um, unrelated story. I, I forgot to put this in. Sean Layden went to work for uh, Tencent. Did you see that one? Oh, I did see this. I did see That's this. That's an interesting development. <laughs> Speaking of PlayStation's, you know, on stage presence, he was always the guy. Like, Money he was the talks. best one. Uh, yeah, he was the best one. I I feel like PlayStation really does need, like, another face of... Not even the Sean Layden was, but what, who was the guy that we used to have ages ago? Um... Oh, and then he got in trouble because he did an ad and he was using a Nintendo Wii in the ad and then Sony sued him. Kevin Butler. Oh, of course. That was sort of before my time. That was when I was an Xbox. Well, you were an Xbox boy. So, yeah. Major Nelson for you. But yeah, Kevin Butler was the awesome face of PlayStation. And uh-huh. I feel like they need something like that again. I just think it was a really good one. It, it reminds me of like the Mac and PC thing where like, that was a... Hey, I'm a Mac. Um, and like it was just such a good little face of thing but but kevin butler was so awesome did so many good ads but yeah I, apparently i think it was like a pizza hut commercial that he he shot and he was in it he was using a nintendo wii huh and playstation did not take too kindly to that they fired him and then sued him hectic i think it's a mistake i reckon bring him back because he was he was sick let bygones be bygones Gavinda, we finally got it we got the last of us hbo tv series trailer Starring everyone's favourite Pedro Pedro Pascal. I don't know why I, yep. I just stuttered there, but I don't know I why did. you had to stutter. It was a tough one. What did you think? Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's okay. I don't know. I, I need to see, I need to watch it. I need to see it. I I, I know I'm not convinced as her as Ellie. I'm gonna be honest. I don't like the casting personally, and I may I haven't seen the actual performance yet, so maybe that'll change my mind. But just like it just doesn't doesn't work for me i don't know if it's just me and maybe i'm like a little more i don't know up to date with this like i kind of think of my mind as ellie from the last of us part two now it's kind of weird to like see someone this young 
But I guess that's what the character was meant to be, right? Like it's like Bella Ramsey's not that young. She just looks younger than she is, but she's probably more close to the age of Ellie in The Last of Us Part Two, I'd imagine. And I just see her and I can't not see her as the girl in Game of Thrones, the Lord in Game of Thrones, you know? I can't not see yeah. her. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of that. Uh, there is a lot of that. What Just on the that point, you're watching House of, House of Dragons. House of the oh, Dragon. Yeah. House of the Dragon. Yeah, you, you, you're up to date. You saw the, uh, the time jump. I did see the time jump. It was very disorientating. It was... I actually came around on it, but I did... Learn something. Very I came around on it too. It just took a long time to figure out who was who. It's super weird though, because it's like a ten-year time jump, and the the actress that played Alison Hightower, the younger one, mm-hmm. she was like, I believe she's twenty-two, playing a thirteen-year-old. Yeah, but it's super weird that that is too old to year play fifteen-year-old. Something like that. But they recast her after the time jump because she. Like, she could play a 25-year-old as a 22-year-old. Do you see what I mean? I I know what you mean, but I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Because they had to age up uh, Rhaenyra because she couldn't play an older Rhaenyra. And then that would have been weird for Alison to be the same, but Rhaenyra to be different. They had had to age them both up if they're going to age one of them up. You can't just do one and not the other. Yeah, it was... Anyway, we don't have to get down that rabbit hole. I just thought that was uh, interesting. Everyone was talking about that, like, oh, why didn't all the characters change? I'm like, because, like, the king is old. Why would you change an old man to be a different old man? It wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> and then that was, like, <laughs> that uh, Christopher, Christoph dude or whatever his name is, like, he's the same because he's he was a grown man at that time and he's still a it grown is- man now. <laughs> it's only been 10 years. Why is everyone sweating this so hard? The children had to grow up. And the grown-ups didn't. Like, that's what... <laughs> it's funny. I think reading about it later annoyed me more than actually the show did. Like, it like, was really cool. so hard. The only thing that I thought they did poorly, I was like, they just really didn't explain who everyone was well. And I guess no. you figure it out eventually, but they did that quite poorly. And even to the point where, like... Oh, okay. If you haven't watched this, maybe you'd stop listening. <laughs> I don't know. But I love the that dude that digest. <laughs> the dude that Rhaenyra's actually, like, hooking up with... It's just some random guy. They don't even explain who he is, where yeah. he come from. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's what I had to say to Aaron. I was like, is he like someone from before? Or is he? He's <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. He's Very just, weird. He, she obviously has a type though. Just whoever's protecting her. <laughs> well, uh, Renera's um, husband that, you know, she is in a loveless marriage with. He's had, th- this is his third actor. There was like a young version of him, a teen version of him, and now there's like and a, now an older, like a yeah, young, it's young so adult weird. version. We're in like episode seven. I, uh, actually, we probably well, we need to not talk about this, but I have I have qualms with it. Like I have qualms. Real, just I'm saying real quickly. How did no? We'll talk about it later. Never mind. No, no. no, no this no, is what the people later. want. They want this. What? So like, Renero and him had a conversation before they got married, being like, "Hey, you do what you want to do. If you want to hook up with dudes, mm. that's all good. I'll just do what I want to do, and we can just we just have to do our duty. We just have to do our duty, and then whatever else we do, it's fine." Yeah. How do they not have one kid between them? Are you fucking kidding? That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That is your duty. Yeah. It's like very all strange. of the kids are with that other dude, and you're not going to have one kid with your actual husband to at least pretend. I think the idea is that. She's hooking up with both of them, but has just had children with the other guy. And I that's mean, obviously... Not, that, that's not what's happening. No, no. What it seems like to me is that they're married, and then they're just palming off these kids as, as their kids, but they're not, and they've never had sex. 
Well, I think they might have just to like, like he's clearly gay, obviously. Obviously. That's, yeah, that's the whole thing. But I don't know. My understanding was that like, I don't know, he just wasn't really into it. So they weren't trying too hard and thus the other guys. Yeah. It just seemed like when they had that talk and she said, we just, we'll do our duty and then whatever else we do, we'll just, we have an understanding. And that, to me, the duty would have been to be like, get married and have an heir. I, my whole issue was she just didn't seem very concerned about the fact that she has a entire brood of bastards that are totally a death sentence for her. Like, if anyone finds out, like, she's totally dead. And yeah. that's just fine. It's yeah. just fine. Yeah, there's a lot. We can talk about this later. This is going to go for too long. <coughs> Let's talk about games again. Woo. Uh, so, the trailer. Um, Nick oh, yeah. Hoffman with a shotgun. That was the highlight for me. Uh, I did, the thing I did like, I thought the uh, that you get like a really, really, really sneaky shot of a clicker right at the very end. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, it looks good. It looks like a good clicker. I like that. Uh, the tone's all right. I don't know. I'm I'm still really on the fence about it. If I'm being honest with you, I trailers are hard. Is, I'm I need to see yeah. the finished thing. The trailer got better as it went on, as like the music picked up and it got more hectic and intense. That's the mm. tone I want. At the start, it was a little too light. A little too much, like, perfect actors walking through sets kind of thing. Like, it got grimy. Yeah. That's what I'm looking it for. It did get grimy, but I just... I need to see the performances, and that's something that you just never really get to see in the trailer. And if they, if they don't pull off Joel and Ellie well, the show will just not survive. And that is the key to this. Uh, and I just... I don't know. I'm just... I don't know if I want to see the same story on TV. Like, I know it's happening, mm. so I have... No, like, it's not the same as like reading a book and then watching a show because there's usually like some pretty big changes that have to happen for that. But I feel like this is going to just be the game. Like, I, just based on the sets alone. Like I was like, oh, this is obviously the start of the game at the very start of the game when the outbreak happens. I can tell. I know it for sure. Yeah. Because yeah, it's literally yeah. the same shots almost from the game. Uh, so I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to watch it probably, but I'm, I'm a little skeptical. I mean, we'll definitely be watching it. I would be shocked if you somehow didn't watch it. There's a lot to watch, dude. There's a lot to watch. But anyway. I'm, uh, I'm really... I'm just, again, I'm really enjoying my, my watching at the moment. Like, House of the Dragon, Rings of Power, Better Call Saul. I just... I'm watching them constantly all week, and it's a good time. It's a good time. <laughs> uh, speaking of watching, though, Govinda, that trailer, that Last of Us HBO teaser trailer, has been seen mm -hmm. more than 13 million times. Does that surprise that's a lot you? Of, that's a lot of millions. It does surprise me considering mm. The Last of Us Part 1 didn't sell nearly that many games. <laughs> it's true. Well, I mean, it's a lot easier to watch a trailer than it is to buy a game. That's true, but it just means that it's probably reaching a, an audience outside of the gaming audience, which is pretty good. It's a good yeah. sign of things to come. Um, I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> I found this one surprising too. Your favorite game. Game of the Year 2022, according to Govinda, Cyberpunk 2077, the uh, PS5 <laughs> update. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, sorry, did I say 2020? Oh, no, you're right. This is 2022. I forgot what year we were in. Never mind. Continue. Oh, yeah, I was doing a whole thing and now it feels derailed. And Yeah, well, it was bad anyway. Uh, so. Yeah, somehow lesser. Um, Cyberpunk, uh, it's more popular than The Witcher 3. All-time concurrence, as told by Steam numbers, which is surprising. And not a little bit, not a little bit, 133,000 plus people were playing Cyberpunk over the weekend at the same time. The Witcher 3, widely regarded as one of the greatest video games ever made, 
had an all-time peak of just over 100,000. This is being attributed to the success of the Edge Runners anime, which released on Netflix. There was also a half-price sale on Steam. So this is not... This is a convergence of events. But that's yeah, impressive. Yeah, interesting. I've been seeing a lot of uh, people coming out saying that it's like a really good game now and it's like whatever. I'm like, it's fine. I still don't think it's a really good game. I think it's just a good It's a good game. It's serviceable. It works better than it used to. Uh, maybe on PC it's different. You know, Maybe it is way this better is, on PC. This is exactly why I want like a sort of a gopher, a gopher boy or girl that would just do our dirty work because I would get, ask them right now to go back through the back catalogue and just, just try and like... See what your consistent line has been on Cyberpunk throughout the uh My consistent line I can tell you my consistent thread was one, it was absolute hot street trash, crashing all the mm. time, awful game. And then since it's uh it's PS5 update, my consistent thread has been there is a there is a nugget <laughs> of a really good game in there hidden amongst some trash, amongst some garbage. This and is I my that. This is my delusions of grandeur because I would just love for nothing more than like a short snippet of all your different takes across every single episode just together in like a tight 30 seconds. You know what's crazy, Cal, is you can do that. Oh, I can't though. That's the thing is that I can't. Yeah. I, and we can't it almost, afford a gopher. And I mean, look, I'm not blameless in this. I wrote this fucking news story and nearly downloaded the thing because I was like, oh, I guess maybe it's time now. I'll try again. I won't. I'm going to wait for the expansion. That's what I'm saying. I'm being consistent with that. I will play did this you, game. Did you watch the anime? Did you watch Edge Runner? No, I want to. It's meant to be really good. Yeah, it's really good. I just went I, I went to watch it and Emily was there and she was like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, never mind. And I just turned it off. Yeah, it's very violent and sexy, isn't it? I think it was more the anime. I think it, it was. Uh, I think the anime style. She was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm not a nerd, but I am," and she knows that. She's so. seen worse. If she's seen you playing Warhammer Three, like that's something I can't even let my my wife see because it's so oh, disgusting. Like, she's seen me like playing like Final Fantasy Seven remake. I was playing Yakuza again a little bit the other day. Didn't want to talk about it because I haven't played it that much, but I was playing like Like a Dragon again a little bit, and that's that's got to be worse. No, like, I no. Mm, no, I think the Warhammer is definitely worse because it's like... I don't like, think so. You're talking about the elves and the orcs and like the Thorgrim grudge bearers. True, and, oh, my, true. my grudges. I need to settle the grudges. But Japanese to English dialogue is always so, so cringe. <laughs> <laughs> and especially in Like a Dragon where like, she's just like, do you ever play this game? Or you just listen to people talk and read text. I'm like, eh, mostly that. <laughs> it is interesting, isn't it? Because you're like... In- Anyway, we don't need to go down the differences between video games and other media. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, look, Cyberpunk, it's a game that you can play and it's better than it used to be. Yeah, and it's getting a um, big media expansion. I don't know if that's come up on the show. It's called Phantom Liberty and it will be the end, despite the fact that CD Projekt Yeah, Red... it has come up on the show and we went through it and y- mm. you blew it. Matt, you're, I'm getting concerned about you and your memory, or lack thereof. Do we need to talk about the fact that they strongly insinuated this would... There would be two, <laughs> two expansions. Yeah, we spoke about that too. They lied. To yeah, us. okay. All right. Well, God. This, uh, the the expansion better be free, and I know it's not going to be, which is the oh, crazy it definitely part. won't be. <laughs> it definitely won't be. Give into the next big game I'm likely to play, unless I'm missing something really obvious. Here is uh, a Plague Tale Requiem, and it turns out, according to an interview that came through one website that was filtered through another, that playthrough will take me roughly fifteen to eighteen hours. 
And I'm looking forward to that. That's half again as long as the original, which you haven't played. Half again as long. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you fucking dissect this now. It's half a- again as yeah. long as the it's original. A- half again as long. That's a turn of phrase. That's t- that's as long. So, so is that original, the original? The original is shorter, or the original is longer? Uh, the original is shorter. So, like half of it would be about six hours. The second one is half again as long as the original. Half again as long as the original. Sorry, I'm just like a <laughs> so master it, of it, language it, and expression. Is it as long as the original or half? So it's 150 percent of the original. It's as long as the original. But half of it, again, added on to the, the runtime. <laughs> uh, it sucks because I wrote that down several times, too. Several times. That's so weird, dude. I hate that turn of phrase. The problem phrase. is, like, people don't question my turn of phrase in real time. Commenters don't have the power you, <laughs> you have right now, which is to nail me on this shit. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to this. this. We also yeah, that's got. Good. A- I, I did say. I, I did say earlier. I should. I should maybe play the first one. But I just. When? Where? When? When do I have the time? Warhammer. I mean, right now. Me. It's like no, nah, because now could- I literally was playing. I was playing Slime Rancher and Yakuza Like a Dragon and Cyberpunk. It's too many games. Meanwhile, I'm sort of fucking flailing in the wind because I don't know. It's like a day or two away from Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous. I'm trying to find someone to pay me to play it, but it looks increasingly like I'm gonna have to buy it. Like some kind of common peasant gamer and i just i i can't stand for that can't stand i love for that. you getting i love you getting free games because you get them on your playstation <laughs> and then like i can get them on my playstation i'm literally gonna wait until you you've got a game that you're like i can't tell you what i'm playing yet because it's under embargo and i'm just gonna go into your library and download it <laughs> that, could, that could ruin me i might have to put some kind of like child safety lock on my playstation account child safety exists. lock yeah. yeah probably don't look into it though <laughs> you, you're to ruin the whole thing we've got going on. Oh, I'll have to do the same to you, and then we'll just be in the whole world. For no right? practical reason, just, just out of spite, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's really good. I think when I back when I spoke about it or played it, we talked about it on this show. It's like The Last of Us Light. It's just like a cool, heavy narrative adventure. The gameplay is definitely not as good, and it's like a double A version of that, but hugely inspired by that. It's just the like new a, one just looks amazing, like graphically. Oh, yeah. Like, geez, it looks so I think, pretty. But I think the first one was pretty decent for when it came out, too. Yeah, recommend. I think I tried to get the Platinum, and that kind of added to my playtime, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, look, maybe I should get that. There's so much, though. I did go back to Yakuza, and I was enjoying that. I was I like the, the further I get in it, the more I'm enjoying it. It's, it's interesting. It's a good time. And then finally, Govinda, the uh, Modern Warfare 2 beta that we just took part in uh, was the greatest beta in Call of Duty history, and so are you. (laughs) Here I am sitting here about to be like, no, I thought you were the greatest beta in history. No, you're the greatest beta in history. and You're the ultimate beta cuck that's ever (laughs) existed, Kale. How dare you? Here's another fun thing that I legitimately didn't know, and I'm learning right now. The single-player campaign is releasing a week before Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. That's fascinating. That is a fascinating ploy. So I guess if you've pre-ordered the game, you get the yeah. campaign early. That's yeah. kind of smart because it it's means good, that cause... people will actually play the campaign. Yep. That's actually yeah, a really kind of... clever clever move. Did you he- hear how riddled with cheaters this game was on like, the second weekend of the beta? I saw footage and it was ludicrous. Um, and 
yeah, console players were cutting off crossplay so that they didn't have to cop it. Yeah, I really wish there was a way to turn off just PC crossplay. Like, I, I wish Xbox mm. and PlayStation could crossplay without PC, and that would be my preferred method of crossplay uh, because the cheaters live on PC and it's the worst. And so, this does not bode well for Warzone 2.0 and Modern Warfare 2 online in the future if they're it's- already getting cheated on. It is interesting because now I'm somewhat interested in Warzone 2.0 because I lo- this I didn't expect to like this. I really expected to bounce off one game of this and I played a dozen. Yeah, it was actually... I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I like the way the guns work. I like how like modding them works. They're very modular and I appreciate that a lot. Uh, Warzone 2.0 looks a bit weird but not at the mm. same time. It looks far more like a Apex Legends kind of thing because you have yeah. to get a backpack and the way looting works is kind of like that. But I don't love that. Like, I kind of liked in the original Warzone that ammo wasn't something you had to worry about backpack space with. Like, I hate that in Apex where it's like, oh, I don't have enough of this ammo. I don't have enough of this ammo. It's always, I don't have enough ammo. I like that. I do. That's and something you I swap appreciate. Weapons and you're like, you swap to a sniper and you're like, I have two bullets because I d- couldn't find any more ammo. And I do appreciate that pressure that was something i liked in um escape from tarkov like that really granular fucking well that's a whole different kettle of fish so that's way more like Mm. you don't want to die because you'll lose your ammo and it's expensive uh so that's there's that and the looting looks a little bit different as well kind of more akin to like you know in the original warzone when you open a chest everything just pops out yeah in this you go to a chest and it's like it's like opens up like a a little display and you go through what's in there and take what you want i'm sure it'll get it'll be fine in time but i feel like they've uh i don't know i don't like the backpack mechanic of like having a backpack with just give everyone the same amount of slots or whatever it's I just, it's just another way yeah. for them to look for those little hits of like what serotonin or whatever where you're like oh yes i got that fucking gold backpack sick yeah that's where it's hard because i'm like does it really affect the experience maybe like i do actually like that extra layer of strategy where you're like i just can't afford to take this right now like that's the kind yeah, of moment you gotta moment. manage like on the fly inventory management. Uh, mm. There's also there's also bots in it at this point, which I don't like the look of because again, like every time I've seen any content I've seen of streamers playing it at that event that they had was like literally every room they went in was just one bot standing there like not moving. And I'm like, this is not, it's not engaging. It's like you're just dumb. But they do something very interesting where uh, the circle splits into three sometimes. And so you have to decide which little circle you're going to go to. And then at the end of the game, the circles all converge into one. Oh. Uh, and so I, I like that because I think that'll give you some weird like gameplay that you haven't really had in, the, in a battle royale before. You have to decide what circle to go to. You might get into the circle with no one, which helps you get into the final circle in a good spot. Or you could be in the circle with everyone and get rinsed. But I think it, uh, it's kind of cool. Dynamic. It's interesting. We'll have to watch this space and see how we're feeling uh, when it releases. <laughs> see if we're willing to commit. But it sounds like... Can it. you try and get the review copy for it? No, you never get something like that. Kavinda, there's a pecking order. There's a pecking Actually, no, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe don't know one day when you're like higher up. But obviously, like Sammy Barker's going to get it or Liam's going to get it. I don't know. They don't really seem the type, but what do I know? Yeah. Anyway, I, I talk about them like <laughs> I know them. I don't know them. I just read the... I just read... <laughs> push square sometimes and so should you dear listener. but only if you've left a review on our podcast on the platform of which of your choice which you choose plug, to plug, listen plug. to it on 
please do it, especially if you got here. Like if you're at this point in the podcast, it's over, dude. It's over now. You've gotten <laughs> this far. You owe us at least one little review. Is that so hard? I don't think so. Uh, but with that in mind, Kale and I are upside down in full fellatio on episode 69 <laughs> <laughs> of Long Live Play. I've been me. Kale's been him. Follow us on Twitter if you want, at Long Live Pod. Fuck off. Back to the darkness. Goodbye. Goodbye.